many MCs, not enough mics. Hey, 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 what's going on, everybody? Mike Stevenson back with another episode of Not Enough Mike's podcast. Week two, NFL playoffs. How about those six games last week? I got Simmons and Stewie back on the show. Mike, Mike, and Mike for week two of the NFL playoffs. Great weekend. We break it all down. I uh, do a little review of last week's games and also the four games that we have this weekend, Saturday, Sunday. The boys came loaded today. They came loaded, <laughs> not drinking loaded, but they came with a lot of great uh, info, stats, some great prop bets, and some good insight um, as to the lines. I went, and I'm not bragging here because I'm not a good gambler. If you want to listen, I enjoy it. I like listening to people that are smarter than me about gambling. I'm not a good gambler, but I went 6-0 and um, straight up, and uh, but unfortunately 2-4 and four, uh, against the spread. But good start. So we break down the games. Uh, super solid. The boys to come back on, as I mentioned, Stewie, uh, Simmons, and you hear, <laughs> you hear live... Uh, that uh, Simmons uh, live loses a prop bet right in the middle of our podcast, or towards the end, actually. <laughs> he lost a 60-1 to one by one rebound. The over was four and a half, and he got four. Heartbreaking. Heartbreaking. So I hope everybody is doing well. Me and Mitch uh, were supposed to record last night, uh, but I did go a little bit longer. This podcast is about an hour and a half, uh, breaking down these football games. So me and Mitch, will looks like we're going to be recording today, uh, which I'm really excited about because there's so much, so much going on in the NBA right now with a lot of these different transactions. And if you've been living under a rock lately, uh, you may not have heard about Kyrie and uh, James Harden. But if you haven't, if you've been watching any sports or any networks, there's been a lot of news about those guys. That's uh, some some intriguing storylines there that we're going to break down um, as well as much more, including the Raptors. So if you haven't already rated this podcast, please do so. Go ahead and do it. I double dog dare you. Every time you listen and you don't uh, rate it, I heard a unicorn dies. So it's just the rumor mill, man. It's the rumor mill, fake news, all that stuff. It's true. Unicorn dies every time you... Uh, don't rank or share this podcast. Just telling you. Just telling you. So for buds, just do it. Do it. I dare you. Uh, Instagram, Facebook, uh, if you want to check it out. Uh, I'm posting some stuff there as well. This was a lot of fun. I really enjoyed this NFL season. Uh, me and Stewie were talking about that. I was just like, even though it was, it was, it was a very strange season, there's a lot of obviously COVID issues going on. It was a really good year. And I don't think there's been this much parity in the league really as long as I can remember. Um, so clearly my Niners, uh, didn't do well. They're just devastated by injuries, but all these other teams, um, that we're watching right now, it wouldn't be shocking that maybe six, five or six of them would win. And if you said five or six of those teams, uh, would win the Super Bowl, uh, again, wouldn't be shocking. So, uh, we break this down. This one's, a, this one was a lot of fun, uh, as well with the boys. So without further ado, enjoy. Peace. Too many MCs, not enough mics. Sweet. Okay, let's get right into it. Oh shit, Mr. Brown. What, what's that, Brown? Oh, I switched it up. Nice. Yeah, I figured I'd dig it out of the closet just for. Uh... That's fantastic. That's great that you have that jersey. So anybody who's uh, maybe not be watching this, if you're going to watch it, but if you're listening. Uh, Stewie is wearing a Jim Brown, number 32 Browns jersey. Very nice jersey. Great colors. Browns have great colors. Yeah, just classic, eh? Just 
you know. Yeah. Nothing fancy. It's good jersey. So we're back with Mike and Mike and Mike. <laughs> so the Simmons and Stewie uh, back to chat. Stewie just around the corner from me. But Simmons, how's everything going down in Florida, buddy? Like, <laughs> is, is it a little wild down there? Well, I kind of just keep to myself. Like, I'm kind of in a seclude. I'm in an old person area. I'll put it that way. Okay. When I go to the pool, there's, there's not many people within 30 years of me. Yeah, right. Okay. So, I'm not really in the mix, which is probably good for me. Yeah. Like, it saves me from myself, and I don't have a car, so. Okay. So, no. Uh, walk to the grocery walk to the grocery store, go to the pool, and just chill out. No rallies? <laughs> <laughs> All right. Nice. Okay. Sweet. So yeah. Thanks a lot for coming back on, boys. Stewie, your lions. Good news this week. Yeah, we uh, found a GM finally, Brad Holmes. He was the director of college scouting from the um, from the LA Rams. Okay. Was a big part of drafting Aaron Donald, who we know is a superstar, and who the Lions passed on that year. Oof. So Oof. that was uh, good news for us. I'm happy to hear it. Hopefully, you can find another uh, gem like Aaron Donald. How much? So, like, Marcus, I can, sorry, go ahead, buddy. I was going to say Jamarcus Russell over Calvin Johnson. <laughs> we all we all have regrets. <laughs> oh yeah, that's true. <laughs> so I can say this because I'm bald, Stewie. How much of that uh, hair did you lose on your head because of that draft? Oh, which one? The Aaron Donald draft? The Aaron Donald, yeah. Losing oh, I, I mean, I didn't know a ton about him then. Like, I knew he was a big, like, a big prospect. Yeah. Um, I can't even think that year who was with his second team since leaving the Lions and had the nickname Droptimus Prime when he was with the Lions. <laughs> Drop so many passes. So I, I'm pretty sure that who, that's who it was. I'd have to look it up. But <laughs> drop the miss. Oh, <laughs> yeah. Well, it was Megatron, Megatron and dropped him as prime, right? <laughs> that's an incredible nickname. But, uh, Top three ever. Yeah. Yeah. He's he's done much better since leaving the Lions, and I'm not we knew Indomik and Sue was leaving that off season and they did nothing to replace him with Aaron Donald sitting there. So that was a sour spot. Yeah. Do you want to move on? <laughs> yeah, let's move on. Let's move on. <laughs> <laughs> so yeah, I'm excited to do this boys. Um, it's a great time of year. It's tough to top it. NHL just came back. Go Leafs. Big win over the halves to start the year. Woo! Delicious. Yes, absolutely. That was nice. Go Leafs go. Uh, NFL playoffs and then the uh, the yeah. soap opera that we have right now, almost in full swing, but not quite yet. The NBA is uh, <laughs> the yeah, NBA is just wild. I'm actually doing a, a podcast right after we're done this with Mitch to kind of break down some of the, the stuff going on <laughs> with, with Houston, uh, Kyrie, Harden. Oh, my. It's entertaining. It's great. It is. It's like you said. It's a soap opera. Yeah, it's it's. He could he couldn't imagine this. He could have never imagined that, that how this is all going to go down. You really couldn't. No, no. But it's nice. <laughs> no. and then I, it's it's fun. You give him credit because there's always movement of players. We're in the NHL. It's pretty much the off season with free agency. Yeah, you don't get these blockbuster trades. In the NFL, trades are almost unheard of. 
Yeah. Um, and free agency is huge, but the NBA, it's, geez, it's just mixed bag of everything. Would you like wherever to, you want to go? Choose your own adventure. Yeah, <laughs> it is an old choose your own adventure book, isn't it? Would you like to see more trades in uh, in the NHL if you could? Yeah, I guess just to shake things up a little bit, but I don't know. The salary cap is a big issue. Yeah, I think in in the NHL and same with the NFL. So you have to be willing to take on these salaries, and and it's a hard cap, so it's tougher to make deals if it doesn't make sense financially for both teams as well, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's a tricky one. I like seeing guys move around, but I also miss cheering for, you know, the leagues turned into now, especially the NBA in particular, of course, is just turned into like a 2K team. You know, kids now are just following players where, you know, our kind of generation, 40-ish, uh, still kind of have teams, but now it's just moved into uh, just players first. I don't know if I like that or not, because I like following. Yeah, I was, about to, I was about to say, like, it's almost – there's almost no point in being fans of teams in the NBA anymore because guys are just there for two years and they're out or whatever. Like even I was looking today, just out of curiosity, Durant's contracts up in two years. Mm-hmm. There's no saying he's going to be there beyond that. So like, it's just a weird, yeah, you're better. You're, it's, it's just a strange dynamic there now. It really is. And you even yeah, mentioned yeah. it on the last week's pod too there, Simmons, of what's going to happen with all these deals as well and how the how the structures and the salaries work coming forward as well. It's going to be interesting to watch. Well, you already, I, I was talking about Deshaun Watson, and you're already seeing the like Miami rumor leaked out of like, well, they could give two, and it's like, where did – like that came out of nowhere. Like, okay, so he wants to go to Miami. <laughs> but, yeah, it's, I, I don't know. I don't love it, but – like I said last week, it, it unfortunately it works. It does. It's been proven over and over. Harden could eat his way out of Houston, and <laughs> he, he ended up where actually, he wants. He'll get in shape now. Actually, Vernon Maxwell said he should take out a uh, an advertisement in the front news of of the Houston Chronicle to all the to all the strippers. And Houston, <laughs> saying a big thank you. That would be, that would be funny. It's funny you mentioned that name. I literally before this, he was on with Bomani Jones today, and I would highly recommend listening to Vernon Maxwell. Really, eh? It was it was a great interview. He's just an all time character. Note to self. Note to self. Yeah, it's so. <laughs> yeah, with everything going on right now, it's like we can be like that much more, or I guess things going on or not going on, so to speak, that we can just kind of get <laughs> dialed in with more uh, sports and just with all this nonsense and everything, all this noise. <laughs> Um, outside, it's like we can just put each other like in the, like just a little sports bubble. It's delicious and just Wait a for sure. Yeah, yeah. So I know all the group chats going on with different friends and fantasy pools and and everything. Right, it's just nonstop chatter, trash talking over teams losing or trading players away or whatever it is. It's every day you wake up to something different. It's great. It's great. I love. It. Yeah, yeah. Different elements. So. All right, so we'll get started with this week. So we reviewed last week's games. We reviewed most of we reviewed more last week's games, but we're going to do the upcoming week in order. But we're going to go these from back to front. So I had a last. If that made sense, fuck. I don't know if that made sense at all. I just looking at my notes and I looked it up. So we're going to review last week's games. So what do we? What, what did you guys rank last weekend out of twenty three? 
I didn't want to say 10. Right. 10 is boring, and I like 23. Right. So what do you? So last weekend, what, what did you rank it? The whole NFC or sorry NFL six games. What do you think, Stewie? Out of 23, let's see. Let's call them 18. 18. Okay. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. Simmons. I'm, I, I hate to do it, but like I'd probably say like 17. Price is right style, like right around the same. <laughs> 17. Price is right. It was like it was entertaining, but there was also some dull moments. Mm-hmm. Like the Rams game wasn't particularly exciting. Um, was the blank oh, now? It but, was. It was missing a, a big underdog. Yeah. Because even the Steelers, as much as it was a blowout, that was kind of an entertaining blowout. It was, yeah, I thought it was a, a great game. Let's yeah. let's get to that one. We're going to go in reverse <laughs> order here. Um, uh, again, so Brown Steelers, 48-37. I thought that game was, was fantastic just for the entertainment factor. The game was kind of shit altogether. It was ugly, sloppy. But the entertainment value yeah. was, was a solid 10. It... Uh... I mean, I mean, I guess there was that big money line upset or whatever you want to call it. Um, but it felt like it was over from the start, even though the Steelers made it interesting. Um, you know, they got within 11, which is two possessions if you get the, the two-point conversion. But it was such a big lead so early. It just, you know, it, the entertainment was, is, is Cleveland going to pull a Cleveland and blow it? <laughs> yes. Was kind of what everyone I think is waiting for, right? I'm sure they're fans. I'm not a Cleveland fan, but as a Lions fan, like you're just waiting for something bad to happen. To when when you're a fan of a team like that, it's so true. You know, so, yeah. How how? But that was fun. How exciting would it have been if it wasn't Cleveland? There's, like, there's probably not another team in the league that you're just thinking with a 28 point lead that oh, I don't know if this is safe. Yeah, well, the Falcons this year gave were infamous for giving up some big leads, and the Chargers. But <laughs> that is very they true. weren't in the playoffs. So that that is very true. Um, Simmons, anything stick out to you um, for that game? Like, there's like some storylines there with Big Ben retiring, and then what? What did I write down? Is like how the fuck did the Browns win with no coach? <laughs> That's those are the two things that were kind of my takeaways. Well, it was just like he like it reminded me of the Seahawks Broncos Super Bowl in a way where like that first play turnover. And then from there, it was just how many picks did Ben throw in the first half? And it's like, you look on paper and he ended the game with 500 yards, but so much of that was playing from behind. And, but in Brown's fashion, they still made it close. (laughs) If Tomlin goes for it on that fourth and was fourth and two. Yeah. Fourth and one. Fourth and a long one. Because me and Stewie were texting at that point, and we we're like, "Should we jump on the Steelers' comeback here?" <laughs> yeah. And then they went for they they punted there. The Browns go and score, and it's over again, just like that. So his decisions too. His decision to what was it to kick the field goal rather than go, or sorry the extra point rather than going for two to make it a two possession game was interesting as well. Kind of took us. Yeah, his, there was one. There was one point I think you texted me, Mike, and. Yeah. They went for the extra point, and they got it, and they made it a 12-point game instead of 11. Right. Which right. made no sense, math or analytics or however you want to look at it. Yeah. That made no sense. But yeah. It was early in the game, I think. I don't know if it was early third quarter. Yeah. But that was one of those games. Tom usually goes to two. 
Sorry. Yeah, that was one of those games that, like, they say he even, I think, I forget, who, who was it? Was it Collinsworth and Michaels on that game? It was just like, um, yeah, yeah, I think, yeah. And I, I think Collinsworth was like, this is one of the games that you have every six years. But you just don't want it to be in the playoffs. And that's kind of what happened yeah. in Pittsburgh. Is just like anything that can go wrong uh, went wrong. Classic kind of Murphy's Law. So that one, Browns move on. <laughs> Pretty exciting. Bears versus Saints. My notes say, my I took away some of my notes, says, Heineke! <laughs> and then how many points did he, uh, or sorry, how many extra millions did he make himself with that performance? You know, even though they lost. Um, how good was he? I thought he was solid, man. I thought he was a really, he played a really good game. Oh, in the, in the, the Bucks Redskins game. Yes. Or sorry, football team. <laughs> football team. <laughs> yeah, sorry. Or sorry, Bucks skin. Did, did I fuck that up? Uh, no. Yeah, you said Saints Bears. Oh, Saints, Bucks, Bears skins. The- Bucks skins. Bucks Sorry. Sorry, I smoked a oh. joint. <laughs> just kidding. <laughs> just kidding. Just kidding. Just kidding. Bucks skins. Yeah. How about he played? He played. He played unbelievable. You're right. He did. He gave them a chance to win. He for really sure. Did. He legit might have added ten years to his career. Like he proved that at minimum he's a career backup. Like I would rather have that guy than a lot of Mason Rudolph or a lot of these oh. other backups we've seen play. AJ McCarron, you name it. So I like it's crazy. He he might be the next Chase Daniel. <laughs> you just took the words <laughs> out of my mouth because he's up on line. Yeah, one cool thing. Oh, yeah. I, one cool thing I saw. Uh, what he did, he was like, I think they were uh, they were in the the red zone, and uh, I think he got sacked or he had like just a, a couple yard rush, and like the defensive guy helped him up, and then he kind of patted him on like the back of the head, and he kind of had that swagger like walking around there, like he'd been there before, had that confidence. Like he looked like a you know a lot of those times you don't know what to uh, what to expect, um, but he looked good. He looked, I think he could be a solid quarterback. I don't know where, but yeah, he's he's definitely earned a shot to to either come back to Washington um, or get for sure get tryouts or free agent signing somewhere else. Definitely, but yeah. yeah, you've seen it before with like like even like a Matt Flint. Like remember Matt Flint had that one week seventeen oh game where he seventeen like against the Lions, six touchdowns, six touchdowns. Yeah, that's right, paid out of it. That's so right. You yeah, gotta, yeah, he got paid by Seattle. Yeah. Yeah, where did he? So all you uh, gotta do is. Where did he go after that? Was it the Was it the Pats? No, the Pats. To, Flynn. To, yeah, it was the Pats. Well, Flynn. Flynn after he signed that big deal with the Seahawks, yeah. they drafted Russell Wilson that year, right? And he lost. He lost in training camp. His, his starting job in training camp to Russell Wilson. After that, I think I it know was the Raiders didn't he? Yep, and the exact same thing happened. They drafted Derek Carr. <laughs> and then he dropped a dirt car. <laughs> yeah. But he got paid, though. He truly, he got paid. Oh, uh, yeah, he got a big ticket out of it. Yeah, he really did. So, uh, next game, Rams versus um, Seattle. Defensive matchup, sloppy game, 30-20. Um, obviously, that, that, game was, that game was pretty boring um, to watch. The Aaron Donald injury moving forward is certainly going to be one uh, to take a look at, but what'd you guys think of that uh, NFC West matchup? Hate both those teams. P.S. <laughs> it was like the Rams defense obviously showed out. Yeah, like were amazing in that game. They they limited them all day, but Goff did not look healthy to me. I'll put it that way. He made some throws when he had to, but 
you could even I, I think they showed on the sidelines at one point he was like not high fiving people to protect his thumb. Yeah, and, absolutely. Yeah, and he just like he uh, that was like the biggest thing. As much as they won the game, that was a concern for me. And they already announced Wolford not even healthy if they wanted him to be this week, so it's going to be golf. So that's interesting. I, I'm going to watch that just before we came on. So yeah, okay, that's, is that the uh, uh, that's the news for this week's game? Wolford dead again. Yep. Oh, okay. Yeah. Yeah, for sure. Wolford out. And golf. Yeah, it's interesting with that thumbnail. But what is he? That, tw- yeah, that's Seattle. Uh, I was going to say that game. It's. Uh, I know we. I think both of us, uh, Simmons and I, had the under in that one. And you know, it's cruising along. It looks. It looks so tasty. <laughs> oh yes. And and then there's the pick. Right there's there's the pick six. There's and, I th- and we talked about all this stuff last week. Things that just kill the under. Pick six, there was the fumbled fumbled punt by Seattle, I think in the fourth quarter, that gave the Rams like, you know, the ball on the on the Seattle twenty yard line. They scored a couple of plays later and then Seattle scores the Metcalf touchdown in garbage time and boom, under's done. Like there's stuff like there's that not that I'm bitter, but <laughs> I'd make that bet again. It's like playing poker, you have a good hand. You gotta you gotta go in with the when when they're getting good, it's true. But sometimes it just happens, right? Yeah, like under killers is the right word. Yeah, when you see a certain when you have an under and you see a play happen, you just know you're fucked, right? Yeah, especially with that with that pick six too. Like you don't see that you don't see that type of play. They they I think they went on about that play for probably I think every quarter they talked about it. Yeah, it was a wide receiver screen. The guy the guy said he. Uh, whatever saw the tape on that a hundred times and read it perfectly and just took it the other way. And it was like, I feel like I've seen that before though. They were making like, that's the greatest defensive play of all time. And they were really pumping it up. And I know they have to do that for the broadcast, but I feel like I've seen guys make that pick before. Yeah, it happens. It's just not that common because generally when you run those plays, the blocks are set up. Yeah. And the receiver just whipped. I think it was Freddie Swain just whiffed on his block and let the guy just took a clear path because normally the guy would have to cross his face and kind of impede him to get there. Yeah. So it's, hard, it's hard to get that in one motion, but he just got a free path to it and made a play. Yeah. Yeah. So it'd be interesting to watch Aaron Donald coming out of that game. Um, Colts, Bills. I went at a little bit out of order here after the Heineke thing got me fucking rattled here. So I went out of order. <laughs> you get excited. I get, I get so excited. I'm trying new things with my notes uh, here as I go through. Um, um, but that was that game, to really to kick off the weekend, um, was great. That one, I felt it was just like, it was like sitting in like the middle seat in a plane on like a long flight. That's how I felt watching that game. It's just like Philip rivers. There must've been what six times he went back and the play clock was at zero. It was just going back and forth where it seemed like the clock was in play the entire game. So fantastic game, you know, flashes of great defense offense, of course, from the bills, um, you know, a feisty Philip rivers, a uh, great way to start the weekend. what do you guys think about that game? Yeah, that game was good. Yeah. It, uh, I think we talked about what the Colts had to do to win that game. And like you said, running the play clock right down to the end where it was a little dicey at times. They ran the ball quite a bit. 
Um, Jonathan Taylor didn't have a huge game rushing yards wise, but they controlled it for the most part. The Colts had a ton of success. I was looking up today, um, passing to their tight end. I have it written down. Where'd it go? Um, 14, 14 catches for like 135 yards. Four by Colts tight ends. Three different Colts tight ends against the Bills. Mm, interesting. Just Colts tight ends, yeah. Wow. Yeah, so that's a yeah. big thing. So well, going into next the week. Bills will have to, yeah, the Bills will have to figure something out because the, uh, the Ravens have more mm-hmm. talent on offense, especially at tight end, than, uh, than the Colts do. So. Yeah. Yeah, yeah the other thing, like we talked about Tomlin going against analytics. Frank Reich did the opposite and went all in, and it arguably cost them the game. Yeah, at the end of the half there, right? Not, not kicking and then going for two at one point. They ended up getting that back, but they, end, they lost by three. So, And I know it's impossible to say how the game would have played out if they kicked there, and it might not have been the same, but... I thought the Colts should have won the game. They had a bunch of chances where they drove down and blah, blah, blah. And they just couldn't get it done. Yeah, I saw too. I read today uh, the first time in the Super Bowl era that a team has lost a playoff game when gaining over 450 total yards and having zero turnovers. Yeah. Wow. So what, the previous, previous, previous 10 times that's happened, the, uh, the teams are 10-0. and 0. So yeah, the wow. Colts did everything they could to win, and uh, yeah, whether it's the uh, not kicking a field goal, going for the two points, hit them. But you never know how it plays out after all that happens. You really, yeah, you really don't, do you? It just it changes the complete feel of the game. And I get, I get both sides of why they do it. I'd like for them to show us a few more of the the analytics and some of the stats as to um, fourth down conversions, whether you kick, punt, uh, or go for it. Uh, field goal kick. I'd like to see that. I like how they show it sometimes, but I think they can add it uh, a little bit more. Yeah. Collinsworth does it a bit, mm-hmm. but he's the only one I could really like, cause he has a stake in pro football focus. So he's always throwing those little stats in there, but I don't think any other broadcast really implements it as much. No. Not yeah. That, that kind of stuff came up a couple times too. And the Tennessee game was the one I was going to talk about. I think it was, Fourth and two, yeah, Rabel, in, yeah, in the fourth quarter, and they were on the Baltimore side of the fifty. In the fourth quarter, down by two touchdowns, and they punted it. Yeah, and Rabel, Baltimore Clint. came back down and ran the clock out. I believe. Yeah, that's right. That's right. And Rabel's generally a ballsy guy. He is. He is. Do you want? Let's talk about yeah. that. Let's so talk that was about a that. questionable decision, and they asked him at press conference about that game. Yeah. 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 You're right. Sorry. Go on about the yeah the the press conference. It looked like he had his uh, tail between his legs a little bit. Yeah, he's yeah. generally a ballsy guy too. Like he kind of lives on the edge, and he just yeah put his tail like tail between the legs there, and it cost him because. They shut down Derrick Henry all game. Like, it wasn't even – he couldn't do anything. 40. Yeah, he got nothing going. Still, surprising. Was it, a, was it a 2013 final? Yep. Yeah, I believe so. Yeah, Lamar Jackson. So, like, they're still within a touchdown of them. So, yeah, like, 
if that's the case, you got to take. And the, I didn't like how they went to AJ Brown early and it worked, and then they stopped doing it, which didn't really make sense to me. But I'm not a NFL coach. So. <laughs> <laughs> well, and then Corey you should, Davis, you I think you should be Simmons. You should be. You got my vote, buddy. <laughs> <laughs> Two years of high school football, I coached. <laughs> <laughs> nice, nice, nice. Yeah, that game. So Lamar Jackson, great game though. 179 passing yards, 136 rushing yards. That what was it? What did it end up being? A 54 yarder, second second longest uh, by a running back, or hmm. sorry, by a quarterback ever after Colin Kaepernick. Yeah, yeah, his run. Yeah, somewhere around that, right yeah. around midfield. Yeah. Now he's got two of the top three longest runs. He is. He is maybe the most dangerous. Him and Mahomes, too, I would say, are the two of the most dangerous when they're on um, at the quarterback position. But he's fun to watch. And then we mentioned, too, Henry, what did he end up with, 40 total yards? On, like, 18 carries. On 18 carries. Just something. Talk about a talk about an overkiller there, I think. What was the number on Henry going into that game? Yeah. It was clear, I think it was about was it 118. It was definitely over a hundred. Yeah, I think it was like a. I think I saw it around. Yeah, did, he, did he score a touchdown too? Because we were talking about that. No touchdown. Like, how can he not score a touchdown? No touchdowns either. I don't believe. I think it was AJ a- a- Brown. I think was the only touchdown. Yeah, yeah. I was messaging you, Stewie. Yeah, I was just I got going, my doc. I was going, Stewie. How can we not bet the over on a Derrick Henry touchdown? How can he not? Yeah, bet? we were talking about that. Yeah, oh. we were talking about that late. Late on Saturday night, I think, right? Oh, yeah. And I'm just sitting there, just like with my hand shaking over the button, like press. And I'm like, I don't feel good about this. I don't feel good about this. Abort mission, abort mission. And I'm so glad I did. It was, it was minus 200, too. Yeah. Yeah. So, and then I think I even fired back at you. I'm like, why not take him to score two touchdowns? I'm like, plus 200. <laughs> <laughs> that like, sounds like my line, I think. <laughs> yeah. I like to listen but to you. Yes. The J.K. Dobbins prop came through. That's right. Yeah. That's right. Sure. Well done, sir. Well done. That's what seven is that six or seven games now? I believe he's got a touchdown in a row. Yeah, something like something like that. Yeah, are you going to ride him on the for the next game as well? Well, we'll, we'll get into that. Let's get into the the uh, the last <laughs> game here. Thirty one twenty three. Tom being Tom uh, against the football team or out of Washington. And Mike, Mike Evans, who was a, potentially they thought he might be uh, still kind of banged up for this game, 119 receiving yards. Um, the line just uh, they didn't quite cover Tampa Bay. A little bit of a burn here on a lot of people's tickets. Um, anything that stuck out in that game with besides the fact that Tom Brady is not going to lose to um, Heineke? <laughs> Washington defense. Washington defense didn't get any pressure on Brady. They didn't. Like, like nothing. No. I don't know if he was even sacked once. But he just, I just felt like he had time to pass all day. And, you know, Chase Young, even, you know, you saw him on the field, and but he was always just getting pushed to the outside. And they, they did their job, the, the Buccaneers offensive line. They really did. We know the story on Brady now as he gets older. His feet, he was always looked like he was running with concrete shoes, but now especially now if the guy's 43. But uh you're right when they yeah. don't get when they don't get the uh, uh any pressure on him, he's he's tough to beat. Simmons, any any things that yeah. stuck out for you, buddy? 
I don't know if you either noticed it in the game or saw some like the, the viral clips on Twitter after, but the way they used Gronk as a blocker, was, okay, and, and he was just mauling guys. But there was one clip I saw on I think it was Fournette's touchdown run where he took a D end and drove him like seven yards into the end zone. <laughs> and he, they barely used him in the passing game, but that just shows, like, even at a bit older age, like, he doesn't get down the field. He still could be effective. And using him as an extra, he's almost O-tackle size. Like, Oh, yeah, he's a beast. He's got, he's got long arms, too, so he can yeah. he gets his well, hands on you. Tough to get out of that. I thought that was interesting how, like, they just basically used him as an extra tackle. Mm-hmm. And, yeah. And there's yeah, like, the, we, like, the thing with Brady too is if you can get pressure up the middle on him yeah. and not allow him to move, you know, from side to side, which he doesn't do very well, obviously, then yeah. you have better success. Um, but yeah, they, the Washington just couldn't do that either way. Yeah. How about Tom? Oh. How about Tom's hair? <laughs> hair is great, man. I'm so jealous of that guy's hair. I don't think it's real, though, but I don't care. It looks he great. He doesn't break a sweat the whole game. <laughs> no, he's a robot. He's a robot, man. But it's right with Gronk, too. It's it's good that, it's great that you point that out, Simmons, too, because there's, there's so much to be said about a comfort level as well and just, like, having Gronk there. And, like, I know Gronk comes across as, uh, like, a big goofy guy, but he's, you know, to be that good, you have to be quite a cerebral player and understand the game. So using him as as to be effective in the blocking game is, is genius by them. I think he's one of those guys that's smart at one thing in life and it's football. Yeah. Like everything else is just him clapping his hands and running around making noises, but he understands that world. <laughs> he's a, fo- yeah. he's a football player. He like, it's like, what, it's true like, and true. <laughs> yeah. yeah. It, has, it reminds me of that quote that they asked, like, what so like Sean? They were talking to Sean Payton. Sean Payton, like, what position does Taysom Hill play? And Payton's just like football, <laughs> or sorry, he's like that's position football player, or maybe it was Taysom Gronk, Hill that said that. Sorry, go ahead. Gronk's Gronk's a movie character that's a real person. <laughs> it's it's true. It's, it's yeah, it's true. Like if you've ever seen the video of when he got drafted, he puts on a Patriots helmet over his suit, and him and his brothers get in like a huddle and start chanting Gronk on stage. <laughs> I remember watching that and just being like, "This guy is awesome." <laughs> <laughs> that's so so good. He's oh, such, yeah, look at it. It's, it's unreal. He's such a beauty. I love that he's like involved in wrestling now as well. So it's just <laughs> it's so great. Gronk's Gronk's the best. Uh, okay, so that was a wrap up. Um, we gave it, you know, fairly good, fairly good grades uh, from last week. Great way to kick it off with that extra game too. Um, and what do we go before we before we move on? What were our records last year? I went last week. I went six and zero oh against just money line, but I went two and four against the spread. Stewie, all right, let's take a quick break. I was four and two with the pick that we gave it on here. Yep, four and two, and, and same Simmons. Two team. losses being, yeah, two losses being the Steelers and the had the under in the Rams. Rams Seattle game, and that was the same for you too, yeah. Simmons, right? I was, I believe, I was three two and one. Three two and one because you had seven. I had the eight on the box, so that pushed. Three two and, and one. Then I lost on the Steelers, and I, I tied the Bills. I had the Bills, so that was my other loss. Right, right. 
Okay. And I hit on the under in the Saints Bears. I hit on the Rams. And what was the third? The Ravens. And the Ravens. Yeah. Yeah. Well, I'm just looking. I'm just looking back here. Yeah, it doesn't matter what I went. It's two four one. I'm in third. I'm in third place. <laughs> I don't like. I don't want to repeat myself too much. Uh, that I'm two and four uh, right now. Stewie, you brought up a couple of uh, good points. Um, we're going to talk about a little bit of gambling. So explain to people out there that might be listening what a teaser is when you because we're going to mention it a couple times with some bets here. Yeah. So a teaser can be done basically in the NFL or the NBA where there's a point spread. Um, and it's like a parlay where you have to combine two or more bets together. But the key thing is, unlike a parlay, you get to move the point spread for NFL purposes, six points in your favor. And then you, you need to hit both of your bets to win. What's different than a parlay is that the payout isn't as good. So if you were to do a two-game teaser, mm-hmm. it basically pays even money. So if you bet ten bucks, you win ten bucks. And if you do a two-game parlay, you're winning two and a half, two point six times your bet. Right. So, for example, this week, Packers are minus seven. Um, you could take the Packers and get them down to minus one. Mm-hmm. So they just basically need to win the game, and then. Another part of the teaser I would like to do probably is the Ravens. So you could get them at plus eight and a half instead of plus three and a half. So there's the six points that you're getting in your favor. And, you know, you don't want to do them too much because it's still, you still need two things to win. But if there's games that are close, um, I find you can take advantage of that sometimes. Okay. So. I like it. Something to, something to think about. I like it. I like it. Yeah. I like the examples. I like the examples as well. <laughs> we're, only, we're, only two day, we're only two days away yeah. from back back to being degenerates. I already warned uh, Callie again. Been making dinners all week. <laughs> saddling, saddling up for the weekend. I got it, babe. No, no, no. It's cool. I got the laundry. I got it, I got it all this week. Mm-hmm. But this Saturday, Sunday, <laughs> I'm, I'm going to be parked watching these games. You so, got to handle your stuff all week, right? And then take advantage of the weekend. 100%. 100%. It's great. So Saturday, 445 Rams at Packers. Packers are favored by 6.5, over under 45.5. And, and there's going to be a little bit of snow in Lambeau. High of 2, low of minus 4. And so with this... The Packers, how big is Lambeau Field's home advantage? How big is that, Stewie? Well, obviously weather is a big factor. Yes. Um, and crowd noise, but with no fans this year, the home field advantage, I guess, depends on probably the opponent that's coming into play yep. and how many of their players um, are comfortable playing in, in bad weather, whether it's snow, wind, rain, whatever. Obviously, the LA Rams play, uh, <laughs> I believe it's inside in California in an air-conditioned <laughs> stadium. Yeah. So, you know, um, you, you never know. But players come from all over the place, right? Aaron Rodgers played is, is a California guy, but he's been in Green Bay long enough that he's grown accustomed to playing in the bad weather. So... It's a uh, home field advantage without the fans is, is a lot less 
now than it would be in a normal year. Yeah, you're right. Like how many people from California are like, sweet, I love the snow. Like the snow's awesome. Can't like can't wait to go and play yeah. f- play football in Tom Brady, from, Tom Brady is from California but played football at Michigan and then went to went to New England. Yeah. Yeah. So, I, I agree. Yeah. Some of them like it. It's generally it's typically about three points at home. I think this might push it a little bit to four um with that home field advantage but you're right lambo isn't lambo without uh without the fans um injury concerns for the rams um against the packer aaron donald with the ribs uh cooper cup what's he it's called bert he's got bursitis in his knee what's bursitis is that like kind of like spurs some bursitis i know a lot about I know a lot about football, but I'm far from a doctor. <laughs> I've never heard. I've never heard. I've never heard bursitis before on an injury board, um, so I didn't have time to Google it. I I just assume he's good to go. I I, I can't give an expert opinion on it, but I think bursitis is like when you have like a uh, like fluid buildup in one of your joints. In one of your joints? Oh wow! Look at that! Oh, here we go. There we go. I think they were. Don't quote me on that, but I think that's that's what it is. Like if you take like repeated damage to a spot, but don't quote me on that. All right. Yeah. <laughs> so I hope you're so wrong. <laughs> <laughs> we'll, go, we'll go back. Well, you know what? Let's just we'll Google WebMD. <laughs> people are going to be yeah. people are going to be so engaged in this podcast. <laughs> oh man, they broke down bursitis. It was sick, sick. <laughs> listen, listen. Seventeen minutes in. Um, so yeah, so Aaron, so those are huge, those are huge injuries. Both those guys are going to go. Um, it's just how effective you can be. I, I know I've had rib injuries before. It's maybe the worst injury that you can have, um, especially at that position. Um, Packers had some COVID concerns with some key guys and then some, some contact tracing. So I think they're waiting a few tests, um, for that and to see what's going to happen for the schedule for this game. Devonte Adams wasn't even on the injury report, um, this week. And then it said, I was looking too. Green Bay's defense is all, it's only allowed 25 points or less in the last six games. So anything, I mentioned a few things there, Simmons, but uh, anything that sticks out to you uh, for this game and how exciting. Well, go, going back to kind of the Lambo factor. Yeah. Jared Goff is a California born kid, went to school at Cal. So he was drafted first overall by LA. He's a California boy. Through and through, like Rodgers was before 15 years in Green Bay. So, and he has a not fully functioning thumb to go with cold weather. To me, that's a bad, a bad combination. And he's struggled a bit in the cold before. And also, like with the thumb factor, he just didn't look. Like I think if Wolford was healthy, they might have started him this week. And I think they started it last week. Goff was clearly healthy enough to play, as we saw coming off the bench. So he's a concern for me. I love the Rams D, but I don't. I don't know if I could trust Goff. But I did. I did also see a stat earlier that Jalen Ramsey's success against top receivers this year has been like unreal. Like he's just shut everyone down. So the Packers like to move Devontae Adams around a lot. So it'll mm-hmm. be interesting to see how much those two go at each other. I think they're going to try to move him away from Jalen, put him in the slot, stuff like that, and see what he can do. But 
I like the Packers here just because I the golf. I just can't trust golf in this environment, even without fans. Some great, some great, great points. And I was just looking here. I can't find it yet. But uh, who's the backup if golf can't go? Let, let's say he. Let's get. Let's say he. he Blake, gets Bo- that. Blake Bortles. That's right. It is Blake. <laughs> yeah. That is right. <laughs> it is Blake Bortles. So we got to bring up Blake Bortles' name as a backup because you know, like you said, Wolford started last week, and if golf can't go in this cold weather, as you mentioned, Simmons, we're going to see the Blake Bortles show. This could be a recipe for disaster for the Rams, especially with Aaron <laughs> Donald. So you like oh, the yeah. you like the points for the Packers? Me? Simmons? Simmons, you take the Packers at yeah. six and a half? Yeah. I, I like this isn't my favorite pick of the week. Yeah. Per se, but I do like the Packers at six and a half. Okay. St- the, the total I was I was debating maybe taking the under, but I just I just hate doing it so much. <laughs> Like I just hate it. It's so like, I'd rather just I, sometimes I'd rather just down, sometimes yeah. I'd rather just not bet. Like, if I think it's gonna go under, I'll just watch. Yeah, like winning for the over. Right? Winning, yeah. winning the under is like it's like sticking around on the Sunday and like an old tournament to win the bronze medal game. It's just like man, we could have been yeah. home like wait like five hours ago, but we're sticking around for this. Yeah, like stupid... why are we even here? Yeah, like let's, let's <laughs> why 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 are we here? But a win's a win, I guess. But you're right. I think I take I'm gonna take Packers all day here. I don't think that uh I don't know that that injury by Donald, they're not gonna they're gonna stay um hush hush on that. But you saw him, a man that big that never shows any pain, how hard he went down. Um I don't know. I think ribs are ribs are bad, and if he's at eighty percent, that makes him still probably maybe the best guy on the field defensively. Um, but I think that's uh, in order to get to Rodgers, they're going to need him there. So I'm going to take the I'm going to take the Packers and the over uh, for that game. <laughs> um, one more thing. One more thing. Yes. If you if you don't think this is going to be a one sided blowout, mm-hmm. which I I don't necessarily think it's going to be. Because the Rams D is pretty good, it's going to be like a thirty to ten type game. Cam Akers rushing attempts over under is at sixteen and a half. Mm. I, I did some research before. In the last four games, he started. He's averaged twenty two a game. And I think if the Rams have any formula of staying in this, they're going to want to establish the run. And the beauty of that bet, I've done it a few times. That's fun. Is that it doesn't matter if they gain or lose yards. All that matters is you put the ball in their chest. Yeah, just give it to them. <laughs> yeah. And the yeah, one time yeah. he's went under in the last five games, it was at 15, so it's in that range. and They've, they've mostly been in the 20s, so I'm probably going to play that just because I think they're going to try to feed him, try to let, like make Goff do as little as possible. So yeah, that's, that's something I, mean, I like. Okay. I was like looking, it. too. The Packers', Packers rush defense is giving up four and a half yards per carry on the season. So, which puts them in the bottom third of the league, right around where Buffalo and Baltimore, Baltimore are. Um, so the Rams could have success doing that. Um, however, if Goff's not healthy and they know the run's coming, then it might be tough to gain any yards like that. But as you say, with the prop bet, you just have to get the ball. Yep. Right. What was the One thing I thought with this too, I was looking at, looking at the game is, uh, the Packers have finished strong and, and put up a ton of points, but if you look at the teams they played the last little bit, 
was the Bears, Titans, Carolina, Detroit, Philly, the Bears again, Indy, and Jacksonville. Mm. The last 10 games. Not necessarily the best offenses in the league and some pretty crappy defenses in there. So the numbers they've been putting up lately could be a little skewed in their favor. But with, with Goff's thumb injury, and it, if it's cold, you know, most of us listening to this probably live in Canada. You know how hard it is to hold on to something if your hand's freezing cold. So that I think that's going to be a big factor. If he can't hold on to the ball and throw it and keep the Packers' defense honest, this, it could get out of hand. So keep an eye on that, I guess. I like that. Good point and good, uh, good info there about the, the Packers. Well, with their with their most recent games, you know, there's a lot of those good teams uh, can beat up on bad teams, but uh, you know, as that offense, it's not a fugazi by any stretch of the imagination. Um, but you know, clearly, all those teams that you mentioned, their defense is, certainly isn't probably in the most majority of them aren't in the top half of the league. And you're yeah, right. Yeah, I think it's averaged out to be but the tenth easiest schedule over the last ten games. So. Tenth easiest. Okay. Oh, there, there you go. There you go. And you're and you're right. Like hanging on to the hanging on to a football with a with your regular hands in the cold is terrible. And then you add those that surgery as you mentioned, and then three pins um, in your thumb um, after playing that game last week. It's it's going to be raw. So um, yeah, like you said, it's going to be a great game. I think that's the right game to. To kick it off, do you like the order? Do you like the order of these games? In which they're yeah, plays? I do. Yeah, yeah me too. Yeah. I, I thought they nailed it. I really thought that. I really mm-hmm. thought they mm-hmm. nailed it. So Saturday, next game. And did I miss anything? Sorry, before I go on. Uh, no, I don't think so. No, we're good. Okay, Saturday, yep. eight fifteen. Ravens at Bills. Bills favored by two and a half. Over under fifty and a half. Snow. Another great game above us. Snow. High of too low. Of zero, this is the perfect weather for this game. I don't think I'd want any other type of weather for this game for these two teams. Ravens last week looked delicious uh, down the stretch. Marcus Peters, I guess game winning, um, game closing interception, uh, but he's hurt. It looks like he's hurt. He's doubtful. Um, they're not sure if he's going to play with his back injury, but that'll be if they lose him with Josh Allen with that offense. Josh Allen has completed an NFL high 302 passes to wide receiver. So Marcus Peters being out and that Josh Allen um, Buffalo Bills offense, that could be uh, a little tricky for the Ravens. But of course the Ravens have uh, Lamar Jackson. A lot of questions can be answered, but you brought this up last week. um, Simmons, you were big on Cole Beasley, huge on Cole Beasley. And then he comes up absolutely massive for this game. So how, how important do you think it Beasley is to be healthy for this game and then for the Bills to get a victory? Well, he's he's just been like the safety net like all year. His numbers are way higher than anyone, like I said last week, his numbers are way higher than anyone would ever imagine. And he's just, he's a tricky guy in the slot. Like he's a little, he's quick and he just makes plays. Um, I didn't, I'll be honest, I didn't realize that Peters was doubtful. Mm-hmm. I had I had some Marcus Peters stuff prepared, but it wasn't necessarily positive, believe it or not. <laughs> okay, so, let's see. I've watched, I've, I, I fancied myself a DB fan. I, my brief playing career was as a defensive back, 
one year one year Laurier practice squad. Yeah, okay. So, um, uh, as much as he makes plays, he is as big of a riverboat gambler as you'll find at the position. He's got great ball skills, but he'll take chances. Mm-hmm. And I think Marlon Humphrey on the other side is one of the best corners in football. They'll likely have him on digs. So on the other side, whether it's Peters, uh, this was more Peters-based, but whoever's on the other side, John Brown's someone I keep an eye on as well. If he's a he, quick guy, can get down the field. This was more of a Peters thing. He's he's a guy who jumps on double, like you get him on a double move because he'll come up on the ball a lot. And that's also a prop I like. John Brown's over under is forty five yards. Forty five yards. He wasn't involved. Yeah, wasn't involved much last week, but I like I like that matchup for Buffalo because Humphrey Humphrey's pretty good and Diggs is obviously amazing. So we'll see how that goes with Lamar. Lamar's a he's a Florida boy, but he's been playing in Baltimore for a few years now. So he's gotten a bit used to the. I don't think the weather's gonna. He did say a comment though. He didn't want to play in snow this week, but I, I think he said he's never played a game in the snow. Yeah, but he's Baltimore. Baltimore's similar. It's not like a not oh, yeah. really a super warm climate. No, no, not at all. And I, 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 I was impressed with how he showed up. Tennessee, yeah, they probably had fifteen thousand fans there last week too. And yeah, the COVID ball. He came, yeah. He came back. Like I, I saw a stat. Uh, I saw a stat. Uh, it's the first win he's had where he's came back from down ten points in his career. Really? So to show after we raised the concerns about that last week, yeah, yeah, we see him come back was was cool. I love the way both these teams are playing. Like, is it this is the game of the weekend for me? Like, I love. I like both these teams. It's hard for me to lean either way, but. The Ravens running, I think the difference in this game is the Ravens run the ball very well and the Bills don't defend the run. And I think I lean Baltimore just for that reason. Yeah. Yeah. That, this game, this is going to be my, this is the game I'm looking forward to uh, the most as well. Um, Baltimore, the, I don't think they need to pull out bubbles uh, from the street. I had to put. I had to throw a little wire wire reference there as we were talking about the wire before. If anybody hasn't watched the wire, it's the greatest show ever made. These guys might not. Agree, these guys might not agree with me, but uh, I certainly. Yeah, 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 I'm with you. It's it's the best show. So watch it if you haven't watched it. Um, but you're right. It's going to be the, the that ground attack and by with Dobbins and um and Lamar. The Gus bus. <laughs> the Gus the, the bus. Exactly. And what was the stat that you said earlier, too, about um, uh, Stewie, about Buffalo's, uh, um, was it tight ends? What they gave up yardage toward to tight ends? Yeah, so Buffalo gave up 14 catches for 136 yards to the Colts tight ends last week. So that's something to look out for if, uh, if Baltimore can, can use uh, – What's his name there? Mark Andrews. Uh, sir, yeah, Andrews, right? Yep, yep. And uh, get him the ball. Um, both rushing defenses aren't that good. I was actually surprised when I saw that Baltimore and Buffalo both give up 
4.6 yards per carry. But the difference there is the Bills don't run the ball very well. And Baltimore does. So that's a big weak spot um, for the Bills. The Bills have not given up a rush over 40 yards, though, this season. So Interesting. Great stat. Yeah, I, I was just looking up some of the stuff. Because both of these teams have running quarterbacks or athletic quarterbacks that can run. But the difference is Buffalo throws the ball first, whereas Baltimore likes to run the ball first. So it's going to be interesting to see how that plays out. Um, I think the Bills are going to have to do what they what they did last week or what they tried to do last week is get out to an early lead and see if Lamar can pull off another comeback and make him throw the ball instead of trying to run. Yeah, whether they, they put a spy on him or not throughout the game or how, how you defend that um, is, is just so hard with just how, how athletic he is. <laughs> I think his over for longest rush is, uh, I think it's 28 and a half yards. So that's an interesting, yeah. I, I think he's going to have another field day uh, against Buff, or Baltimore, sorry. And then if Baltimore can't get to, or sorry, if they can get to Josh Allen as well, that's going to be a huge part. I know Josh Allen played really well last week. I know he had a great year, but we did see last year he had that deer in the headlights uh, look, and I know we're we're a year removed from that, and this is a completely different year. He's made up for a lot of that, but I saw it a little bit in this in this last game, and then he, he came out of it. They had a great victory. He looked great. I do have like a small suspicion about him that if things start to go sideways, it can go very sideways very quickly. Um, I don't know if that can happen i don't know if it's just maybe maybe a gut feeling they just they showed him uh on the sidelines and he just looked like a like deer classic deer in the headlights he looked very confused maybe they just caught him at the wrong time um i don't hope he tries to do a lot part he tries to do a lot and they're they're not trying to pass a lot on first down so if they can uh if they can if baltimore's defense can really pressure him uh that's going to put them in a lot of third and long potential third and long positions and you know we've seen them come through uh, throughout the year, they're on a, you know, what the Ravens are on a six game winning streak. Bills are on a seven game winning streak. So they're both coming in as arguably two of the hottest teams in the NFL. So, um, I think this game, what do you guys think? I think the bills are still going to take it at home. We saw the fans there. We were messaging last week. We saw the fans there. We, we thought 6,000 could have been upwards of 10,000. I'm sure there's a few stragglers, um, that let themselves in. So I'm going to take the bills, uh, at two and a half, the over, I think it's going to be a high, scoring game uh there's no reason why i don't think both teams can score over 25 points each uh so i would take the over where are you guys lying on here on this game yeah i like the over too um leaning towards the bills but i don't know if that's just a a little bit of a bias because i want them to win they're you know after my lions i cheer for the bills um yeah me too but it's it's going to be a good game obviously the the two and a half point spread tells you everything like it's they're they're expecting a close game and it should be one so strap on your seatbelts so what do you so you're gonna say you're gonna take the bill you're gonna take bills at two and a half i'm gonna take i'm gonna take baltimore yeah i'm saying bills two and minus two and a half and then the over okay sorry simmons yeah i'm gonna take baltimore um i don't like doing it i'm Honestly, I like both teams here. I just, I, I just like the way Baltimore's defense has been playing, and that's the difference. But I'm not, 
I'm not overly confident. Like I could easily see the Bills winning this game. Yeah. But there's one prop, other prop I like. Ooh, and ooh. then I throw my ex up. Ooh, let's go. I love this. Dez I love Bryant. you guys coming. You Dez. guys are loaded this week. You guys are loaded with the props. Dez, Dez Bryant over 0. 0.5 yards. Over. Plus 120. What? Point 0.5? So, yes, he has to get a yard. Really? And he was involved a little bit last week until he took a, he took one dumb penalty and they kind of sat him down for the rest when he, he blocked the guy late. But all they got to do is catch one ball. I'll take my chances on that. That's that's plus 120. Yeah. Great prop. Great bet. I love that note there. You know what? The first thing that comes to my mind when you, when you just told me that is there's – there's a lot, although Des Bryant is, is, of course, we know he's past his prime, but there's so much to be said about having been there before. Des Bryant has been in some some huge games, and uh, he's someone that, that, that uh, you know, hit that, cla- that classic game where it, I feel like... Des caught it. Yeah, it sh- uh, should have been a touchdown, but <laughs> yeah. uh, it's debatable. Um, but that that bet at, at over... Uh, half a yard that is a great that is a fantastic bet i think i might go heavy on that thank you so much i'll split it with you no i'm, <laughs> I'm not, I'm not. <laughs> yeah no take it for yourself um no fantastic i love the boys the boys are coming in hot today with the research and all these prop bets i can't wait i'm just going to piggyback all your bets this week boys so ravens bills uh, i think we all can agree that this is going to be an, uh, just a just a great game nice nightcap uh, on Saturday, I like it. I like it when it's late. I like the later games, eight o'clock. It doesn't finish till late. It just you're just in tune. So and then over, and I like again what's happening on Sunday. So Sunday the game's not till three as they usually do. Three o five. Browns at Chiefs nine and a half. All right, let's take a quick break. Nine and a half for the Chiefs. Over under fifty seven and a half. Um, regular Kansas City weather, cloudy and a little fairly cold. Um, this game is basically pass defense versus run defense. Chiefs defense uh, allows four and a half yards per carry. The Browns have allowed 300 or more passing yards uh, seven of their last eight games. So basically, which of those sides can come up bigger? Uh, any thoughts there, Simmons, right off the hop? Um, it's just I just laughed at this because you heard all after the Juju Smith Schuster, the Browns is the Browns, the Browns is the Browns. Oh yeah. Well, the Chiefs, the Chiefs is the Chiefs, and they're a problem <laughs> for anybody. Like Pat Mahomes is, uh, I'm a Raiders fan. Play him twice a year. He's terrifying. Like you're never elite is never safe. They're absolutely loaded on offense, and they're. I don't see – I'm not saying it's impossible, but I really don't see Cleveland winning this game. But when it comes to the spread, 10 points is a lot in a playoff game. And if if they could run the ball effectively, which they have two very good running backs, Baker off play action just protects the ball. Like, I don't don't think it's crazy to, to take the 10 points here. Um, when it comes to the total, it's it's like fifty seven and a half, is it? Yeah, it's high. It's it's, it's, it's been bet up too. It was I think fifty five or fifty six. And, and again, I'll, I, I, I'm, and kind, yeah, I'm kind of repeating myself. Like I, 
if I had to bet and you put a gun to my head, I would take the under, but I'm absolutely not going to take it myself at a Patrick Mahomes game. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Um, I don't know. Clyde Edwards-Hilaire is a game-time decision from my understanding. I read that he was out. He's out? Okay. Okay. So, I, I have I have that because the he's what he had that hip and ankle injury. I have that he yep. uh, he's going to be a game time decision. When did you see this? Did you see this recently, Stu or or Simmons? Well, I just I just saw that he's expected to be out until late January. Okay. This is the most recent thing that I saw. So what? So what's how, Where's Where's Le'Veon? See, I was that's what I was going to get to next. He's he's there in in person but he's not Pittsburgh Steelers Le'Veon anymore no not even close he's not even close and he's just been he's just not very good anymore like he just doesn't have any burst his style doesn't really work there when he's when you don't have the burst you can't be patient because people are just going to close in on you and like I think I don't expect Edward Slayer if he does play to even be healthy like not saying that's going to be a massive factor because Mahomes, he has the ball in his hands. He could do whatever. But I, I kind of lean into taking the points here with the Browns. Call me crazy, but 10 points. I don't know. Yeah. Yeah, I don't think you're crazy. <laughs> I, I, don't, I don't either. I think the Browns cover that nine and a half. I don't, you know, I don't think it's foregone conclusion by any stretch but you're you're right i don't i think they they baker's been done baker's done a great job at taking care of the ball they run the ball very well which means that since they're running the ball against a defense that doesn't really stop the run that well that means that the ball is out of patrick mahomes hands advantage cleveland so if they can dominate the clock dominate that run game you know does that mean they're going to win the game likely not but you're like you said simmons 10 points is or almost nine and a half is a lot of points and with with the number that big, the back door is always open. Like they could be down seventeen late, and you're still alive in that cover spot. Yeah, yeah. So that's the way I'm feeling. And just one prop I'm going to throw out, and this is all dependent if Clyde Edwards-Helaire does not play. Okay. Daryl Williams, who's their backup running back, six to one to score a touchdown anytime. The last game that the Chiefs fully played, he had 10 carries for 45, which isn't anything crazy, but he's a hard runner, and I'm really down on Le'Veon. So it's just, it's, I'm not going to say it's a, it's a walk by any means, but I'm going to take a flyer on it if, if Clyde doesn't play. I like it. I like it. Yeah. I like it. So you're going to take the points for the, with the Browns, and then what about, uh, are you over that 57 and a half? Sure, let's go over. <laughs> I'm gonna go over as well. I think this is gonna be. Uh, I think it's gonna be. A I, ho- shoot- I, I hope it goes. I hope. I hope so. I think it's gonna be. A sh- I think it's gonna be a shootout. But to be honest, if I think if the Browns were to cover, there's a better chance it goes under. But yeah, roll over. You know what? Unders. You know what? I'm. I'm. Yeah, I'm switching mine though. Just because it just goes against exactly what I said about uh, Cleveland trying to control the run game and keeping the ball out of Mahomes' hand. I'm going to take the Browns points okay. and I'm going to take the under, even though I hate it. Yeah. I, think, I just think it's. The right, I think it's, see, I think it's the right play. You with know, how I, mean, 
You you just talked me into it as well. Okay, Put the okay. same down for me. Okay, Stu, I know you're gonna take the you're gonna take the 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 Browns, but uh, sorry if he's to- yeah. and then are you taking the over or under? Are we is going to be all three the same? I'm gonna I'm gonna take the over. Woo! Against the grain, love it. Wow, it's it's uh, you know, I think the. The, the gambling rule is you bet over on the highest total and you bet under on the lowest total of the week. So we'll just, we'll roll with this as the highest total and, and, and go for it. Is that? Let's hope, my, my hopes are like last year in this situation, Kansas City played Houston in this round and Houston was up 24 nothing before halftime. And then at one point before halftime, and then it was 28 24 Kansas City by halftime. So I feel like Kansas City has been bored this season. They haven't covered a spread over 10 points this year. The Browns haven't been an underdog by more than 10 points this year. Um, so if, if Cleveland can, you know, just keep the, keep the ball rolling from last week and, and kind of catch Kansas City off guard early and get some points early and force Kansas City to put up some points, then I think that could get the over. Now I don't feel so good. <laughs> I just, I'm just one uh, but, just on a teeter totter right now. Yeah, um, I'm still going to take the under. But it's definitely a strength, it's a strength on strength game, right? Like, yeah, Cleveland has the third best rushing attack. Kansas City's rush defense is 21st in the league. Kansas City has the best passing offense, and Cleveland has the 22nd best passing defense so both teams should you know should be able to move the ball it's just whether cleveland can turn these runs into scoring plays rounds over final answer (laughs) (laughs) i gotta go over i gotta go over are are you sticking are you sticking simmons i'm gonna just take you fully off the board (laughs) i love it in the total okay um, but uh, one one other one other thing I saw. Please, the Chiefs team total is thirty four and a half. So they got to get over thirty four points, basically. Five five touchdowns, right? Five touchdowns. That could just be. It's always fun to be on Mahomes' side of things. Yeah, you could just sit back and watch him throw the ball down the field. So, so he's got to throw. If, if you think yeah. the game's going over, that's an you could. They're probably getting to thirty-five. You would assume, right? Yeah, I would think yeah. so. If, if you, yeah, I guess like thirty twenty-eight or something. But yeah, and would it, yeah. would it be a huge something to, something to keep an eye on? Would it be a huge shocker that Mahomes throws three picks um, minimum? Or sorry, three touchdowns minimum. They run into like I that that seems like a typical Chiefs game, doesn't it? Or he runs one in. He throws yeah, three. He like, throws three. Run, runs runs one in, and then maybe a, a, another two guys score. He, That's he's the most likely guy to run one in. I'm really I really think Le'Veon's just dead weight. Yeah, that, yeah. He'll maybe get a screen pass or two that he'll run into a lot, offensive lineman and. Yeah. You know, like it just seems like he's been stuck in the mud all year. Yeah. 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 That anytime bet for Mahomes would be great as well. Anytime touchdown score. Yeah. Yeah. I like it. I like it. Great bet. Uh, Sunday, last game. Last game. 
Bucks, Saints, Saints at home, favored by three and a half, over under 52 and a half. No weather in the dome. The dome, the dome, dome, dome. Uh, both men storied careers playing combined 40 seasons in the NFL, making 27 Pro Bowls while ranking first and second, respectively, in career passing yards and passing touchdowns in the regular season. Brady, they played each other seven times. Breeze, five. Brady, two. Um, and then Breeze beat Tampa Bay twice already. Um, we know it's hard to beat a team. I, I don't think it's ever happened. Three teams in, or three times in one year. Evans looked good. But Tampa Bay's O-line is banged up, and um, it's Tom against Drew. Breeze against Brady. It's a classic of the old boys still doing it like they're 20 years old. Uh, Simmons, um, where are you um, in this game, and who do you think comes out on top? What are, what are the combined age of these two quarterbacks? Like 80-something? 80, 85. <laughs> Some, like that. 85. Bre- they, they Brady's 43. Brady's 43, and I think Breeze um, is 42. Um, I just think the Bucks offense, I was one of these people who, from the beginning of the season, was like, these dream teams never work. Like, all these teams, like, going back to remember the Eagles had, like, Vince Young and Mike Vick, and they were the, the super team. And In football, it doesn't tend to work, but this offense has found its rhythm. And Brady... I don't know how he hasn't regressed, but he's better than he was last year at 43, which is insane. But like I said last week, Antonio Brown, you saw he went down the field score. He looks back. Mike Evans, who, yeah, all of a sudden was out for the year and back a week later. And then that's not even mentioning Godwin, who was a pro bowler last year. And they're just loaded. And if, if, their offensive line last if plays anything like last week and they give Brady time. I think I would the Bucks are where I'm leaning. There's also Breeze's arm is just it's shot. Mm-hmm. Like if they, if the Bucks get a lead and he has to make a play downfield, it's a it's a struggle. And I just I'm leaning towards the Bucks here. They also get Devin White back at linebacker who who's been out with COVID issues, who's an all-pro type guy. Yeah, he's really good. Yeah. Him and Levante, Dave, in the middle there. And the one prop, I have one prop for this game, and it's Alvin Kamara, his receiving yards is 36 and a half. Oh. I like the over on that because mm. I think Breeze is going to want to get the ball in his hands as much as possible. Matchup issues with the linebackers, get the linebackers out in coverage make them keep them away from breeze and the run game a bit. And yeah, I still like the bucks. I just think they're playing better. And I, Brady is to me is just at a different level than breeze is. Unfortunately, I think this is it for drew. I think it might be the last we see of old drew breeze. You think it's, you think it is. Yeah. I'm changing my opinion. I think this might be it. You think, you think he's done yeah, think, as well? Well, I, I think, I think he's going to retire after this year. What's that? Yeah, uh, I. Yeah, I think it, he's done. Yeah, I, I think. I said, it, I said no last week. But yeah, I don't, I don't see him coming back. He just hasn't looked. He hasn't looked himself. His, yeah, like like Simmons said, his arm strength is is done. Um, he doesn't stretch the field. So if if they're behind, 
it'll be tough for them to come back. They just seem to dink and dunk the ball down the field. So it's going to be tough. But, yeah, the third third meeting between these two teams this year. Yeah, I don't think – um, I, I looked you, it up. Sorry. Even though one of the first two meetings is actually 5-2 and two in the third meeting if they meet in the playoffs, which obviously has to be a playoff game. So yeah. it's uh, – that stat leans towards the Saints, but every year is different. I also feel like the Bucks are a much better team now than they were early in the season offensively. Oh, yeah. Like I, they came, so the, as much as stats like that do have history, there are other factors sometimes you have to consider. Because this isn't the team that like got blown out on Sunday night or whatever it was. Like Brady's, the chemistry is starting to really get there and – I, the Saints play really good D, which has obviously got them through this year because uh, like Breeze isn't there, and I, I just—I'm not saying it's impossible, but I just—I'm—I'm I'm taking the Bucks money line here. I think they're going to win. Yeah, yeah, I like that. I think I think I could see Tom Brady. I I could see Tom Brady playing for, and you made a couple of great points too. Like that offense is clicking. You now have Antonio Brown. I guess we could call him a happy Antonio Brown playing with his buddy, Tom Brady. He's, he's almost in, in full stride right now. Rent free, you know, he's living rent free with Tommy. Um, yeah. Just loving it down. And, um, and breeze you're like, he's like, you mentioned Simmons, his arm is just, you know, and I, that's why I like that over for Kamara as well. Cause he's just, he's Johnny check down and his, his arm just looks like a piece of Al Dante fettuccine. Uh, lately, and we don't know. <laughs> we, and we don't know it. It's the noodle. It's, it's just the noodle. It's just the noodle. Uh, and we don't know if Michael Thomas. Like I know he's come, he's back from injury, but like how healthy is he? Um, coming back from that injury, so I, I don't. I I just don't think the Saints are strong. Like as you mentioned, they do play solid defense. Um, they're very very strong on defense, but I I don't. I can never bet against Tom Brady. I think we've learned that over, I don't care if he's 43, 23, if he plays for another three years, I'm going to have a difficult time betting against Tom Brady because there's a lot of times I've done it and there's a lot of times I've lost. Um, so, Bucks. What about, so I, I, I'm going to take the Bucks. I like the money line bet, actually. Again, I'm just going to recycle. You guys, you guys are the pros, so I'm just going to be re- recycling oh, yeah. your bet. And then that over under, that, 50, that 52 and a half. Stewie, what do you think about that number? I like the under. You like the under. Why? They, uh, both, both teams have have good offenses, but their defenses are both in the top 10 as well. And I think both these quarterbacks, they're not mobile, so if you can get pressure on them, it, it could lead to a lot of like stalled drives, field goals in key, in key positions on the field. Um, and like Simmons said, uh, White is back at linebacker for, uh, for the Bucks. He's a big element. White, white linebackers uh, matter. <laughs> sorry, sorry, sorry. It was bad. It's, that's, it's just, I'll leave. I'll leave. I'll, I'm gonna give myself five, a two minute penalty there. But no, I, I just think there's gonna be. I think there'll be a lot of field goals attempted in this game. If uh, oh, field goal props. Yeah, I haven't looked. <laughs> I just see it. These quarterbacks, like I said, if they get if they get pressured, they're just chucking the ball away. They're not. They're in zero threat to run, and I think that's just going to lead to to a lot of stalled drives and field goal attempts. And 
And uh, I like the under in this more than either side. But I think I'm going to take the Saints on uh, on the money line. Saints on the money okay. line. Yeah. That's a, that's a really good point yeah. with what you say about, you know, they do have they do have effective offensive when we know the quarterbacks can move the ball. Um, but they do have great defensive as, defenses as well. So can they can they finish those drives? Um, you know, the defense might say no. So yeah, that's a great. I like the I like the overs for the field goals as well. I love I, I love betting field goals <laughs> lately. Just so I, it's so unfun. Yet, <laughs> yeah, it's so fun. It just changes the whole scope of the game. Okay, so Saints Saints money line and the under. Yeah. Okay, let's recap. Is anything else? Do we miss anything for for that game? That's a that's a legendary game. And if this is if yeah. Drew if Drew Brees loses, and this is the way he goes out, like you know what? There's not a there's not a better way maybe to go. Obviously, you want to go out with a win. But if you go out playing against Tom Brady, your your rival, it seems like they got a pretty good relationship. I think there's a mutual respect there. I think it would be it's kind of a nice what a nice story. Definitely better than getting slimed on Nickelodeon. <laughs> <laughs> that was pretty funny watching that feed. I had it on here. I flipped back and forth. <laughs> yeah, what? My daughter th- found it entertaining. She's three and a half. It it's genius. It's truly genius because you probably could watch the game now for that quarter, Stewie, and have your your daughter engaged. Yeah. Oh, she thought it was hilarious because they had all sorts of different like the graphics, whatever graphics yeah. on the screen. And for kids that are a little bit older and can understand like what's going on a little bit, uh, it was Nate Burleson that was kind of breaking the down the, the game down, um, like to its simplest form, basically, mm. and not getting into the X's and O's and all that kind of stuff. So he was kind of explaining it to the kids and what was going on, which was fun. Not that she understood, but the, the whole the visual aspect was good for the kids as I th- well. I think they did. They did a. They did a great job. They did a fantastic job with it, and everything that I'm reading online, it says there's a there's a great response from it uh, as well. Very clever. Yeah. It actually made me. Yeah. Th- the actually- other thing I think I so- sorry, go ahead. Well, I, was saying, I was saying to you, uh, Stevenson, earlier today that in the AFC, all four quarterbacks are 25 years and younger. Yep. And then in the NFC, you've got Rogers, who's almost 40, Breeze and Brady. Um in there as well that are there that are older and who am I forgetting as the other quarterback so oh uh, Goff, yeah but Goff. he plays he, play, he, play, he plays like he's fi- in there. he plays like he's 50 <laughs> no he's broken yeah yeah Bortles has a sick Rogaine sponsor. Hey, Bortles can run the ball too a little bit. He's the athlete. So. He is quite. He is quite mobile. He is Breaking quite mobile. news, Mike Stewart. <laughs> the Jets have hired Robert Saleh. The Jets hired him. Oh, really? So no Detroit homecoming there. Oh. The Jets hired him. Hey, damn. Interesting. It's a big stage. I can't. You almost can't blame a guy for wanting to go to New York, even though it's the Jets, but. Big stage. One thing too about going back to yeah, that, I guess that, that defensive pieces in the line too. Oh, we'll break that down. Break that down <laughs> next week. NFL behind. No. Yeah. The one thing I want to say too about the uh, the Nickelodeon thing, it got me thinking about how if they did something like that with uh, relation to NBA, 
And if they did something like, for, like obviously you can't change the mesh, but they did like a street ball version. And then when, when a guy hit a shot, you'd hear like a chain mesh. And then what's that game? Pardon me. NBA jam. Was it? Yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Like that, but you could do like street ball style, like all the courtside seats. You could have people standing up, but it could actually be like a real, uh, a real NBA game. I think it'd be cool. I, I, I really like what they did with the uh, Nickelodeon. I think it's going to open up a lot of other avenues and how they're going to try and attract, um, especially the younger generation, uh, with the attention span is, which is probably one one hundredth of us when we watch sports when we were younger. So they're finding new and improved yeah. ways to try and keep people uh, in tune, not just for a quarter, but for an entire game. And that's really great what you brought up too. That's uh, again coming in with the heat. I'm loving uh, every bit of this. That's why I love having you guys on on here talking about this. Is the all those four AFC QBs, um, Allen, Jackson, Mahomes, and Mayfield. Like the league's in pretty good hands right now. Um, with those oh, four quarterbacks, yeah. plus uh, a, a lot of others that uh, that we, we haven't mentioned. But th- these four in the playoffs are a lot of fun. And would we be surprised that maybe besides Cleveland, if they won the Super Bowl, that would be, you know, that would, that would be a huge story. But uh, Lamar Jackson, uh, the Bills, and then Patrick Mahomes, I don't think we'd be extremely shocked, especially if uh, the Bills or Baltimore won, would we? No, no, no. Yeah. I think... Yeah, I think the AFC could be a favorite in the Super Bowl, no matter who gets there. You know, assuming, yeah, I mean, I don't see who, who's not, who's an underdog against any of the NFC teams. I think the Packers are probably the best team in the NFC, but I would, I would take any of the AFC teams, except for Cleveland, if they somehow got through, but Bills, Ravens, or Chiefs against any AFC team, I think would be a favorite. Yeah, I like it. Okay, we're going to do, do a recap here on these games, and uh, we're going to add on to our records here. Boys, I wish you luck. I think we had some similar bets, um, but I'm going to go Simmons, Stewie, and me. So, Saturday, the Rams-Packers. Simmons, who do you have for uh, first game? You have the Rams-Packers, six and a half. I got the Packers. Pack. Stewie? I got the Rams. If it's, well, okay, here's the thing. If it's seven or better. If it's seven. Like, remember, I think I text, well, remember I texted you on Sunday night after the odds came out. Yep. I got the Rams already plus seven and a half when it first, first came out. Okay. That's fair. Well done. Well done. Well, I'll, say, I'll say Rams either way. Okay. Rams. And then um, we're going to do over under. No, let's just go. Let's just go games. I like the under in that game too. You want to go? Okay, under. Yeah, I'm just taking the game there. Yeah, whatever, Simmons. <laughs> just kidding. Just kidding. I said I'm just taking the game there. I, know, I just, I just, kidding, <laughs> I just kidding. Um, and I'm taking. Um, what did I decide? I'm gonna take. I'm taking the Packers. I just lost the sixty to one bet. On one rebound, oh, so I'm a little distracted. Oh, did you did you lose that bet that we were talking about beforehand? Did Precious fuck you I over? I was watching six six minutes of Chris Silva just trying to grab one rebound, and it was infuriating. Oh, oh no! Oh, I'm sorry. I'm sorry. We we got yeah. I hear. We'll do this quick so you can get off here and, and do what you need to do. I'm just, I'm just 
let off some steam. So Simmons, Ravens, Bills, two and a half, 50 and a half. I'm taking, uh, I'm taking just the Ravens with the points. Here. All right, I, you know what? Make it money line. Let's go money line. Ravens money. Ravens money line. Okay, Stewie. I got the Bills. Bills minus the two and a half. Okay. You gonna go over under at all? Oops. If I have to. <laughs> you don't no, have I like, to. I do like the over in that game. Do you like? No, no, I do like the over in that game though. Okay. I like it. I like it. Browns, Chiefs, nine and a half. Fifty-seven and a half over under. Simmons. I'm going. I'm going Browns in the over. Was that Simmons? Was that you, Stewie? Sorry. But again, no, no that was him. Um, it was me. You said, you said Browns, and then I said Browns <laughs> earlier. But I'm, I said Browns. I said Browns earlier, but I'm gonna at the nine at ten. But I think the nine and a half. I'm just gonna flip it. Let's go Chiefs. Chiefs nine and a half. Okay, I like it. And then last minute switch. And then I can guess myself. Are you gonna stick to the under, or are you just gonna you're just gonna dodge? dodge um, no, no, no total, just the game. Okay. And I'm gonna go. I think Browns. Um, and I and I went over final answer. Browns. <laughs> okay, I switched up, Stewie. You made a great argument. You great, made a great argument. So I like it. I'll roll with you all day. Uh, and then Sunday well, last. La- that one too. Sorry to cut you off. No, that's okay. Is if the Browns are are ten or better, which I have on my site ten and a half actually now. Okay, so, that, changes. that changes it. That changes no, that's it. what I'm looking at it right now. Ten and a half and a fifty-seven and a half. Well, I'm taking nine and a half on here. <laughs> yeah. Okay. Uh, last game. Three and a half for the Saints, 52 and a half. Simmons? Saints? I'm Saints. taking the Bucks. I'm oh. taking the Bucks and I'm not touching the total. Taking the Bucks. Okay. Stewie? Uh, taking the Saints on the Monday. Line in that one, no spread in the Saints money. Saints money line. Yeah. Okay. I'm gonna go. I, I'm taking the box. Uh, sir. Box, and I'm gonna take the over on that. Juicy, 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 boys. Here we go. Okay, I like it. Action for the weekend. Uh, action for the weekend. Oh, well. Oh, I'm sure we're going to be chatting. I'm sure we're going to be chatting. Thanks for taking the time, boys. This is fun. And uh, chatting some football. I know. Can we just skip tomorrow and just get right into it, eh? <laughs> I know. I know. Simmons, what are you doing? Are you going pl- <laughs> to be playing any golf or anything? Um, I might get out. The weather has been a little shit, like shitty for here. I, sh- I shouldn't say that to you guys. <laughs> it was plus four here today. It was nice yeah, and bomb. It was 18 and cloudy. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, no, any, uh, of horse, any of the horse tracks or any of the, uh, the, the dogs running down there or what? Ooh. They are. Um, there's, a, there's, there's, a tra- there's a horse track actually walkable to me, but it's I don't love those. Uh, I don't know how to describe it. You know the horses with like the carriages on them, almost. Mm-hmm. Yeah, 
I can't think. Uh, cart racing? I think it's called cart racing. Yeah. Like Mohawk has them in, in Milton. Yeah. Or, I'm not, I don't know why. I just don't like the, in that way. But maybe one day. I'm, I'm, I don't know how long I'm going to be here, so I might venture out. <laughs> Fair enough. My father-in-law is big into the ponies. I like the big races. I don't really know what I'm doing, but no, me neither. He just we were at it. We were at the track a few years ago with for one of my work staff parties, and he was texting me before every race, and he was just firing off winners. It was hilarious. He texted me. He's like, "Horse number six just got gelded a couple weeks ago." Bet him he's going to be fast. I'm like, I don't even know what gelded means. <laughs> you guys? No, no idea. No <laughs> idea. Castrated. Oh, oh, oh. This horse left, left weight on him. <laughs> this horse won by like 30, 40 yards, just blew everyone away. So he had the inside scoop. It was hilarious. I was dying laughing. <laughs> oh, wow. Blowing everyone away. Well, he'll never get blown again. Poor horse. Yeah. Poor horse. Wait, do horses get blown? No, they don't get horses. The other, the other horses aren't blowing the horses. I, I, I am not familiar. <laughs> That'll be next week's topic. (laughs) All right, boys. Well, thanks. Stay safe down there in Florida, Stewie. Mikey Simmons, we'll be chatting with you uh, you guys soon. Thanks for taking the time, boys, and we'll talk to you. All right. Thanks, Mike. All right. Thanks, boys. See you, Simmons. Yep. See you. That was the boys. Mike, Mike, and Mike. Breaking down some NFL. We're going to be back with you next week, likely releasing on Thursday before the games. Um, And then stay tuned for Mike and Mitch's uh, NBA coverage coming up soon. Hope you enjoyed. Talk to you soon. Peace.